Philippians chapter 2, starting at verse number 9, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which, ab which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Where they're going to bow? In heaven, they're going to bow. In earth, they're going to bow. If they're under the earth, they're going to bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. I thank the Lord for what Brother Carson mentioned. We need the joy. We need the joy of the Lord to be our strength. But I want you to also understand this principle. We also need revelation. Because the greater revelation you have, the greater joy you will have. Now, some of you missed that, so I'm going to say that again. The greater revelation you have, the greater joy you will have. The reason why sometimes people lack joy is because they lack revelation. Sometimes we have to encourage our children, oh, you are somebody. You are special. They just lack revelation. That's why they can get depressed and down. Well, sometimes that goes for us adults, too. And sometimes we can get down on ourselves because we lack revelation. But when we know who Jesus is, when we understand who's the author and the finisher of your faith, I'm telling you, the joy of that revelation will be your strength. Lord, in the name of Jesus, speak to our hearts today. Give us great revelation. Help us, Lord, to walk out of here with great understanding. Lord, I pray that we will leave out of here with that joy. Lord, this is your church. We are your people. These are your sheep, and I am your vessel. Help me, Lord, to speak every word that is intended. I pray that my flesh will not get in the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. If you're ready to receive the word, clap your hands unto the Lord one more time. You may be seated. In the presence of the Lord, I'm going to do my best to go through this. So y'all going to have to preach with me, okay? I'm going to do my best to get with me. If I stay a little longer, blame Brother Carson. But I, I'm, I'm going to go through this quickly, so I'm going to need you to really follow me here because we need this revelation. This is a fundamental thing that we must understand. I'm preaching today about the nature of God, the nature of God if it's not already behind me. The Bible says in the book of John chapter number 12, follow me very closely. If you want to follow me in your Bibles, you can. You need to write these scriptures down. It's going to be up on the screen. This is important here. The Bible says in the book of John chapter number 12, starting at verse 28, the scripture says, Father, glorify thy name. Jesus talking here. He says, Father, glorify thy name. Then came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. The people, therefore, that stood by and heard it said that it was thundering. Others said, and angels spake unto him. Jesus answered and said, this voice came not because of me, but because of your sakes. Jesus was proclaiming in this moment to the Jewish unbelievers the fundamental revelation that you and I need today so that you can understand who he is and his purpose. That's why later in that same book in John chapter number 12, Jesus is speaking with such passion that he is moved with emotion. The Bible says in verse 44, Jesus cried and said, he that believeth on me believeth not on me but on him that sent me and he that seeth me everyone's read this verse with me and he that seeth me seeth him that sent me Jesus was simply saying if you believe in me it's because you believe in God you can't say you believe in God and not believe in me because when you see me you see God because Jesus is the image of God that is the very thing that 
that you need to write down in your notes and get down in your spirit that Jesus is the image of God. I have explained to many people, especially young people, I've even said it to some adults, that if you believe in Batman, you must believe in Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I'm going to let that sink in just for a moment. Mm -hmm. Because without Bruce Wayne, there is no Batman. Once you remove Batman, or excuse me, once you remove Bruce Wayne out of the costume, Batman is no more. Maybe I can put it this way. The costume is no more than a veil. It's just a covering. Everyone say it's a veil. If you remove Bruce Wayne, there is no Batman. If you're going to believe in Batman, you got to believe in Bruce Wayne because the costume is just a veil. I'm going to show you here in the Bible, not about Batman, but the veil. Hebrews chapter number 10, starting at verse number 19, the Bible says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil. Everyone say veil. What was that veil? That is to say his flesh. So the flesh of Jesus Christ was just simply a veil. This, the flesh here was just simply a veil just to let you know who was behind the veil or who was on the inside of him. This is why it bothers me when it comes to the Trinitarian doctrine that states God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And they say they are co-equal. They are separate. They are three separate individuals with three separate personalities, yet they are equal in power. But Jesus does not state that the Bible does not say that but Jesus said when you see me you see the father I am not separated from him no I am the image of him this is important to write this down the image of the invisible God that's what Jesus is the image of the invisible God that's why Jesus got hungry because his flesh was the image that's why Jesus got tired frustrated that's why he got thirsty at times because his flesh was the image that's why Jesus prayed because his flesh was the image but what was in that flesh, or if I can put it this way, according to the scripture that we just read, but what, what was behind the veil, excuse me, but what was behind the veil was the eternal father, the one who spoke to Moses and said, I am that I am, the one that can speak to the winds and to the waves and they obey him. It's important for us to understand that Jesus was fully God and he was fully man. The man or the flesh Christ Jesus was subject to the deity the eternal father that was on the inside of him I can show you in Bible the book of John chapter number 8 verse number 28 it says then said Jesus unto them when you have lifted up the son of man that you should know that I am he and that I can do nothing of myself but as my father hath taught me I speak these things in other words if my father says it 
I say it. When my father moves, I move. It's no different than this suit jacket that I have on. This suit jacket is nothing more than a veil or a covering. But what's on the inside of this suit jacket is the very thing that operates the flesh or the veil. So therefore, when I move, the jacket moves. When I go, the jacket goes. And so it, nothing more than Jesus Christ was just a covering or a veil. It was flesh wrapped around the almighty God. So when God spoke, it came out of Jesus' mouth. When God moved, Jesus began to move. And so it's important to understand that's why Jesus came hungry. That's why he prayed because he was fully man. But that's why he can lay hands on the sick, not the man part, but the deity part. The God part can heal the leper. He can walk on water. He can do all the things the glory of God can do. Why? Because he was fully God and he was fully man. That's why I do not preach personalities. Now I'm going to say that again. I do not preach personalities. I preach what the Bible teaches, and that is manifestations, meaning God revealed himself through Jesus Christ. Let's take a look at John chapter number 8. Jesus was disputing with some Jews that only seen him as a man. They could not see him beyond the veil. Everyone say the veil. The scripture says in John 8, starting at verse 56, your father Abraham, Jesus speaking, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Then said the Jews unto him, you're not even 50 years old. How are you going to say you've seen Abraham? But Jesus said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am the scripture is letting us know that they picked up stones in verse number 59 to stone him they wanted to kill Jesus I want everyone to understand these three principles because there are three different reasons why they wanted to kill Jesus one he said he seen Abraham two he said he was before Abraham and then the third reason is the most important reason he referred to himself as I am the Bible says that Jesus said before Abraham was I am see those religious leaders knew he was referring to himself as God Jehovah it was God Jehovah who spoke to Moses out of the burning bush when Moses asked who should I say has sent me to free the people from Pharaoh and God replied I am that I am and so these religious leaders of that day and there are still many to day that cannot see it they are looking at Jesus who was born of a woman saying there is no way that you've seen Abraham or was before Abraham see we must understand that there was a time before the birth of Jesus Christ but there was no time before the the God the eternal father that was in the man Christ Jesus Jesus was begotten he was born but what was inside of that man has no beginning and has no end he is everlasting to everlasting that's why Jesus can say out of his own mouth in the book of Revelations, I am the first and I am the last and I will forever be. I will live forevermore. How can Jesus say 
that when he was born of a woman because you have to look beyond the veil. You have to know what was inside of that man named Jesus. It was the God Almighty who we refer to as the eternal father. See, to understand the nature of God, it must be revealed to you, the revelation that is beyond the veil. When you cannot go beyond the veil, according to the tabernacle plan, you will never enter into the holies of holies. I want us to remember when Jesus died on the cross, it was the veil that was torn in the tabernacle. The Bible says, follow me in Matthew chapter 27, starting at verse 51. And behold, the veil of the tabernacle was rent, or in other words, it was torn in twain in two from the top to the bottom and the bible says and the earth did quake and the rocks rent and the graves were open and many bodies of the saints were uh, which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done they feared greatly saying truly this was the son of God now I want you to take very quick notice here they did not refer to him as God the son matter of fact you will never find that in your Bible you won't see one place in your Bible where they refer to Jesus as God the son because God the son puts him in a second category and there is no second category that's why Jesus said I and my father are one there are not many thrones in heaven the Bible says in the book of Revelation that there is only one throne in heaven and only one who sits on that throne and his name shall be one and the Bible refers to Jesus as the holy one of Israel Jesus is the mighty God that we serve why because Jesus is the image of an invisible God so when you see Jesus you are seeing the father manifested in the flesh why is this so important this is why the apostle Paul told the New Testament church hey I need you guys to have this revelation we cannot mess this up you must have this revelation and not mess this up like others have in the times past that's why Paul says in the book of 2nd Corinthians chapter number 5 verse number 18 he says in all things are of God all things are of God who have reconciled us back to who to himself how did he reconcile us back to himself by or through Jesus Christ and having given to us the ministry of reconciliation just in case you don't understand verse number 18 people then Paul says well let me continue on to verse number 19 he says to wit that God was in Christ everyone say God was in Christ I want you to know the Bible does not say that God was beside him it does not say God was in front of him or behind him or underneath him or above him it says that God was in Christ why was he in Christ because he was reconciling the world unto himself believe me if God could have came and died himself he would have but God has no flesh he has no bone so God had to create a body he had to create a perfect sacrifice the Bible says in the book of Revelations chapter number five that God searched the heavens and could not find anybody he searched the earth and could not find anybody he searched under the earth and could not 
find anybody. So God says, well, I've got to come myself. If there's nobody worthy enough to be the perfect sacrifice, then I'm going to come myself. So God had to make a body, and he called that body the Christ. Christ being the Messiah, Christ being the minister, Christ being the anointed one. And God got in that body, and he says, everywhere you see that man go, that's me right there. Everywhere you see that man do, that is me doing it right there. So when I call on the name of Jesus, I'm not leaving out the eternal father, but that is the name of the eternal father. That's why Jesus said, I come in my father's name. And when you see me, you see the father. That's why we get excited when we call upon the name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and shout Jesus. So church, we can't mess this up. You can't mess up this revelation. And you can't have people tell you there are, there are three different personalities. That is a lie. That is a false doctrine. But there is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. There's one God who's father of all, above all, through all, and in you all. I'm so glad that I know who Jesus is. That I don't have to pray to the Father one thing. I don't have to pray to the Son another thing. I don't have to pray to the Holy Ghost another thing but all the fullness of the Godhead it dwells in Jesus so when I call on the name of Jesus I'm calling on the eternal father that's able to answer all things you're going to have to excuse me because when I get to preaching about Jesus, I get excited. When I get to singing about Jesus, I can't help but to dance. When I get excited about my Jesus because I know who Jesus is. Boy, I wish I had the time to tell you more about the God that I serve. I'm telling you, I call his name, and his name is Jesus. I call him on in the midnight hour. I call upon him when I need help. I call upon him when I'm in trouble. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And my God comes through every time. Well, if I didn't know any better, some of you don't act like you don't know who Jesus is. I tell you, we ought to clap our hands, lift our voice, worship the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So church, we can't mess this up. You can't get this revelation wrong. Because if you get this revelation wrong, it'll mess everything up. That's why we have preachers that preach three different personalities because they don't understand the revelation of who Jesus is. That's why we have preachers that baptize in three different titles because they don't understand the revelation of who Jesus is. I'm telling you, you don't have to go down in the title of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but you just go down in the name of Jesus Christ. It's in that name that sins are forgiven. It's in that name that your sins are washed away. But see, you must understand who Jesus is, that he is the image of the invisible God. He, he, he's not some person over here that God was like, hey, 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 God, Jesus. Hey, you, I, I want you to go down and do this. Well, if God sent another person to go down there, how can they be equal? Because if you was equal to me, I would have said, well, why don't you do it? <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> I'm just telling you how it works in my house. I got four kids, and that's all they talk about. Uh-huh. Whenever I leave the house, all of them ask, who's going to be in charge? Now, every time we leave the house, it's the same answer. It's the oldest. No, can I be in charge today? Because no matter their age, they view each other as equals. Bible says that God searched the heavens and if there was anybody else there that could have done it he would have sent them but the Bible says read your Bible it's in I'm in your book it's in Revelations chapter number five if you want to fact check me it's right in there read it it says he searched the heavens there was no one there he searched the earth he was trying to look can Noah do it can Abraham do it can Lazarus do it I've raised him once can maybe he can be raised again can he do it can anybody he looked under the earth the Bible says he was searching for somebody that was dead can they do it? No. Bible says he had to come himself. That, that's why we must understand the Bible says in Colossians chapter number one, verse number 14. And this is my last verse that I just want to put the stamp on it here. The Bible says, starting in verse number 14, in whom? We have redemption through his blood. Whose blood? The blood of Jesus Christ. Even the forgiveness of sins. It's through Jesus Christ. It says forgiveness and redemption. Excuse me. Forgiveness. This is just Eddie Robinson words here. Forgiveness and redemption is all in the name of Jesus. Why is forgiveness and redemption in the name of Jesus? Verse number 15 explains it. Who is in the image of the invisible God? Those are not Eddie Robinson words. That's what the Bible says. It says Jesus was in the image of the invisible God. It's important, my friend. That's why I get excited when I talk about my God, when I call upon the name of Jesus. I'm thankful because when I get on my knees and pray, I don't have to say, Jesus, can you take this to the Father? Jesus, can you take this to the one that's able to do it? But I I know that Jesus is the one that when we go to heaven we're going to see the image of an invisible God I'm not going to see one image and then another image but I'm just going to see one image and that image is going to have nail prints in his hand nail prints in his feet a piercing in his side I'm trying to help somebody understand that when you call on Jesus you are calling on the eternal father that is able to supply all of your needs my God my God and see when you have that revelation I'm telling you you will come down to this altar and say baptize me in that name somebody here today is going to make that decision I want to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ because I want my sins washed away if you need healing in your body we lay hands upon you in the name of Jesus Christ why do we do that because Jesus when he rose from that dead he said all power in heaven and earth has been given unto me there is nothing my God cannot do I said there's nothing my God cannot do when I call upon that name which is above every name demons begin to tremble people sickness has to back up why because it's in the name of Jesus
Hallelujah. So, so, so some of you here today are just going to have to excuse me a little bit. Because when I preach about Jesus, I get happy. Just forgive me, please. All right? I, I, I don't want to scare you. But, but I just get happy because he's my savior. He's, he's my redeemer. He, he, he's my heavenly father. Isaiah called him wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The everlasting. How can Jesus be the everlasting father and have a birthday? I want you to chew on that. How? That's, come on now. That's impossible. Yes, it is. If you only look at the veil. That's what the Bible calls his flesh, a veil. Well, I wish I could preach this thing. That's all it was. It was just a covering for what was behind the veil. And I'm not talking about a magic trick. I'm not talking about something that you appear for a moment and it goes away and I can't reveal my secret. No, it's already been revealed in the book. The Bible reveals it. Who was behind that veil? It was God Almighty. See, God fills the heavens. He, he fills the earth. I think it was David that said, man, I, I, could, I can have a place in heaven. Uh, I can be in heaven and God is there. I can, I can have a, a, a seat in hell and, and God is there. God fills everything. See, people be like, well, 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 who was Jesus praying to? He was praying to himself. You're missing the point that Jesus was fully man and fully God. God encompasses all things everywhere. All, you don't think God can be inside of Jesus and everywhere at all times? Don't limit my God. You, you, don't, you don't think so? So the, the flesh, that man Christ Jesus, who came to be an example, that's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. Who came to be an example. So Jesus had to pray. Why? Because he had to show us how to pray. Otherwise, the disciples would have never asked, hey, teach us how to pray. Right? Jesus had to show them. He had, he had to teach people how to care for people, how to have compassion, how to love people beyond their faults. So when they brought the woman who was caught in adultery, he can say, well, okay, y'all think y'all are big and bad. Well, whoever has not sinned, y'all go ahead and stone her. Oh, that's right. Y'all all have sinned. Oh, I'm the only one that's never sinned before. So if y'all want to give me y'all stones because I'm the only one that can stone her. But Jesus said, where are your accusers, daughter? They're all gone. Then neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. See, he had to teach us. He had to teach us how to live. He had to teach us how to walk. He had to teach us how to behave. He had to teach us those things. But see, if you was only stuck on the veil, you won't see what was behind the veil. Who? What manner of man is this that calls the winds and the waves to obey? Who is this man? They kept looking at the flesh. 
but they didn't realize what was in that flesh was the mighty God, our eternal Father. That's why we do all things. Colossians 3.17, whatsoever you do, in word or in deed, you do, someone say, all. That's your Bible. Do all. How? In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm telling you, that's why we sing songs about Jesus. That's why we lift our voice unto Jesus. That's why we clap our hands unto Jesus. Because we know who Jesus is. If you had that testimony, I want you to stand to your feet right now. We're going to take 60 seconds. Let's clap our hands and lift our voice. Magnify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, in the name of Jesus, wherefore God. Can you put, put up my opening text, please, in Philippians 2. Wherefore God, verse number 9 also hath highly exalted him. <laughs> and remember, God gives his glory to no other. That's Bible. He gives his glory to nobody. But my image, I'm going to highly exalt that. And given him a name which is above every name. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you call upon your mother and father, they're not there. When you call upon your family members, they're not there. When you call upon everybody you can reach to, they're not there. Don't forget to call the name of Jesus. Giving him a name which is above every name. The Bible says in verse number 10, keep following me here, that at that name, every knee, every knee, Every knee should bow. Well, who's bowing? No matter where you are, heaven has to bow. The Bible describes it as angels, seraphims with six wings flying continually around the throne saying, holy, 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 holy. Let me insert this. I heard one preacher say, some folks that don't like songs that are repetitive, right? Oh, you know where I'm going with this, huh? Some folks, they just say the same thing all the time. I say, boy, you, you ain't going to like heaven. If you don't like songs that say the same thing over you, because you're just going to be holy, holy, holy. In the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Things in heaven, things in earth things under the earth but it doesn't stop there because you're going to bow in verse number 11 and every tongue is going to confess what are they going to confess Jesus Christ is who church you can't miss this you can't miss this that's why you need this revelation right now 
you'll never listen to another preacher the same again. You'll never listen how this is taught ever again the exact same way when they try to separate them into three different personalities. No, at some point, whether you do it now or you do it then, you're going to confess that Jesus Christ, he is Lord. Which is, which was, which was, which is, which is to come. Jesus Christ, he's Lord.